say it. Riley, I know it's the spoopy time of year, but you're way too spoopy. <laughs> Just way too creepy right now. We've got, okay, joining us today, we've got the Crypt Keeper feeling in for Riley. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Silk Offering, oh, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. <laughs> I'm Riley Smurl. Uh, I'm Sydney McElroy. <laughs> and I'm Taylor Smurl. So, I'm really uh, sick. I'm sorry. In case you didn't hear that, this is still buffering. <laughs> That's the podcast we're doing. That's Riley, and she's been sick. Very sick. She has very little voice. Yeah. Uh, so that's why our episode is is delayed and, and haunted um, and haunted, <laughs> haunted by the by the ghost of my voice. <laughs> this is all that's left of Riley, an <laughs> echo of her voice. voice. <laughs> She's not actually physically present in the room with me. I know you assume she is, but all I have is this this raspy voice that is echoing through the microphone. Wow. I sometimes when you're sick like this, you sound like a really good singer. Because you have like that really raspy quality to your voice, I, but I can't mm. even get out enough noise to sing. It's just squeaking. Yeah, not right now though. Right now. <laughs> I think you went a, a few steps beyond raspy singer into the undead. Uh, <laughs> thin line, you crossed it. You, yeah, you went into the please don't sing category. <laughs> and, and my voice was not helped by the fact that I saw kinky boots, and it just continued to go away when I tried to scream for all the fabulousness. And I just couldn't. <laughs> oh, this is saddest, saddest. Yeah. My, my excuse is that <laughs> my excuse is that I saw kinky boots and had to scream a lot. Oh no! Like I was sick before that and I couldn't talk. So when I tried to yell for all my favorites at the end, it was just like, <sighs> oh god! You're like you're like two steps maybe better than that creepy like rasping sound from the Grudge that the. The little uh, girl, like the, oh, you're there. No, don't do you're, that. Don't do you're, that. You're approaching Babadook. Just ah, uh, <laughs> say yeah. I was gonna say, can you say Babadook for me, <laughs> just Hold real on. quick? Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's on point. At least we've got that I'm working gonna, for us. I'm gonna need you to do that into the baby monitor when <laughs> Justin's in the other room later. <laughs> We do that to each other to scare each other all the time, but you are really gonna win this game. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. Well, so we'll, we'll make it work. <laughs> well, Riley, with uh, with this kind of voice and Halloween right around the corner, and it's the weekend. By the time everybody's going to hear this, basically the weekend, the Halloween. Uh, you could be really spooky. You could be really scary. Yeah, but also like I don't feel like going anywhere. <laughs> but uh, like, if you were going to go somewhere, you got costume ideas. You should take advantage um, of this voice. Well, I'd say my costume that I wore for character day this year doesn't exactly take advantage of my <laughs> voice. Because I was Lola Bunny from Space Jam. Hmm. I, I, Lola I, Bunny I, with consumption. It's it's a concept. <laughs> I I support I, it. Yeah, I, I as I've said before, I've never seen Space Jam. I'm going to assume, though, that Lola Bunny does not sound like you She do. does not sound like this. No. She would never... I don't, I, don't, I don't have anywhere to wear a costume this year, though. Maybe like a Janis Joplin kind of thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could do that. That would work. She sings. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't 
I didn't do that. I, I, I didn't know if you were asserting that you knew who Janis Joplin was <laughs> with that comment. She oh. sings. I mean, maybe like a cool Marie Antoinette thing since, you know, like she got her head cut off and you probably oh. wouldn't be able to vocalize very well. Uh, if you got your head situation. cut off. <laughs> so there you go. So just like put a big fake wound, you know, on your neck. Yeah. And then do you have some like French, like a big French, like royalty, like dress, like the big fancy. <laughs> of course I <laughs> like, do. The, the very ornate, large, you know, the big wide, they have the big wide skirt, the big hair. Are you just assuming I have one? You have one, right? No. Why would I own that? Just like to have. I, I don't. Theater person. Just, just I be just own <laughs> an 17th to 18th century French, like, royalty costume. All right, all right. Better idea. Just borrow yes. a lab coat from Sydney and just be the index victim of a coming plague. Hey, there you go. There, right. you. there you go. You don't have to do anything. Just, like, don't put on makeup, wear a lab coat. Ah, or just, like, you're the beginning of the stand. Yeah, there you go. What was that Captain Trips? Yep. Be Captain Trips because like, they also called it tube, that. They also called it tube neck in the book <laughs> because it had so much effect on like your neck and throat. Oh, well, that's there, how there I'm go. feeling right now. There you go. Hey, Be tube neck. <laughs> do you think you have that? I no. think I have. That. <laughs> <laughs> you know, usually I'm kind of bummed to not be in the room with you guys, but uh, today it's working mean, out. <laughs> this will mean your survival. <laughs> Sydney, I'm uh, sorry for the tube neck I've given you. Thank you. Please spare my child. <laughs> I try. I, I am. I'm assuming that my costume, because basically now that we have Charlie, we base our costume on whatever Charlie wants to be. We just go along with something that will match. She initially was very insistent that she was going to be Vanellope von Schweetz from Wreck It Ralph, uh-huh. and Daddy would be Wreck It Ralph, and Mommy would be taffeta who's like an ancillary character <laughs> which i yeah that that'll be a super easy costume for me to throw together honey thank you and and she'll look great pregnant i bet um but now she has changed her mind and for trick-or-treat she is going as uh go-go power ranger the pink ranger You're not just nice. a, power ranger, a go-go power ranger. that's what she says yeah. i want to go as a go-go power ranger the pink one wait is this like a go-go dancer power ranger mashup because I think she's no. too young for that. <laughs> no, I think she thinks they're called the Go-Go Power Rangers. <laughs> so teacher, any Go-Go different? Power Rangers. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, so she that's what every time I ask her, what do you, because I've checked several times. She has multiple costumes. What do you want to wear for trick or treat? Every time she goes, Go-Go Power Ranger. Pink. <laughs> Pink. <laughs> so I'm guessing I'm going to have to also be a Power Ranger. I asked her what color I should be and she said pink. And I said, well, I could be a different one that I don't have to be the pink one. She said, no, we're both pink. So, and what will daddy be? Ah, blue or red or black. I think it's like other colors that are for boys. I don't like the above. Exactly. Exactly. That's basically what she was saying. A boy one. I was like, well, can I be the yellow one? She was like, no, pink. Okay. Well, (laughs) cool. So I'll be throwing together a Power Ranger costume. Mm. I, I suppose. Monday night. I would have gone Monday with night. Green Ranger, but that's just me. He had a he had an interesting and convoluted backstory. Um, <laughs> what are what are you what are you dressing up as this year, Tay? Well, 
I see. Halloween is sort of just a an event that kind of spans in both directions through October for me. Like uh-huh. <laughs> it starts with Comic Con, and then you just kind of don't take off the spirit gum. Um, but uh, I have a lot of costumes this year, and I, I do have a lot of parties to go to. But I've got I've got a Rick costume from Rick and Morty uh, that I think I'm gonna wear behind the bar. Um, I have a Sailor Uranus costume that I think I'm gonna wear to a big house party. Um, I have uh, I've got a really good like just like Lady Satan costume that uh, <laughs> I kind of I got a pair of Red Sclare contacts for one of my cosplay costumes and just. I have them, so I might as well be Satan because that's you know who wouldn't. <laughs> well, uh, obviously, if I that's <laughs> yeah, that'd be my first thought. I mean, you can't not wear them once you got them. So, uh, so I've got a couple. I got a couple Halloween looks. Um, it's really just that's, like finding socially acceptable places to wear them or not. That's that's good to diversify. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I don't it's just. It seems like such a a waste to just wear one costume for Halloween. I've never watched Rick and Morty, but I saw a thing online that said it's the perfect Halloween costume because no matter how many of them there are, it makes sense. Exactly. Is that true? Yeah, it does because there are, there's like multiple universes of, of, I mean, of existence and there are Ricks in all of them and there are Mortys in all of them. And granted, they, some of them do have different design aspects, but you know, you can be infinite Ricks and infinite Mortys and it still works. There were so many Ricks and Mortys at the con, and it still was fine, because it's like, this makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's also one where you you can look really sloppy, and it also works because of the characters, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, you know, this coming weekend is probably going to be the time where a lot of people are having parties, I would assume, because Halloween is on a Tuesday, which is not... A convenient. It's not a party night. night. No, I mean, as far as I mean, you can in fact go up on a Tuesday. I have heard, (laughs) but that is a song. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Trick or treat is on Halloween this year in our county, which is cool because usually they try to intentionally move it away from Halloween, so it won't be scary. Won't be so spooky. (laughs) So the actual goblins and ghouls will not get you. Yeah, I'm not sure what the rationale is, but I. This year we get we get an actual Halloween trick or treat. I think that was the actual rationale, and then someone on the school board watched some Buffy and realized that Halloween night is the safest night to have your kids running around on the streets because that's the night that all the demons and vampires take off, which we have learned from Buffy. <laughs> uh, well, but while that's true, something always happened to Buffy and her friends on Halloween. That is true. They always did have it like, well, this is the night that the demons all take off. Oh, no, except for this one didn't. But, except that it happened again. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. Um, so Halloween parties are definitely a thing I know that you teens like to do because it's a party and an excuse to party to party that's all that's all you need right just an excuse there are, there are multiple parties both nights of the weekend this weekend but i will not be attending either because i am too ill but you got to fight for your right to party right you got to go anyway i'm just gonna dress as the babadook <laughs> it's the only thing that fits <laughs> i can just make myself super warm under all the layers of like black uh-huh. and just put on a hat and paint my face white except for like the smile and then just creepy. go around and say babadook all the time i mean 
I, you know, you can do what all you other, all the other teens and collegiate girls insist on doing, and take a traditionally scary costume and make it sexy, because mm-hmm. sexy, <laughs> sexy Bob, sexy Bob, <laughs> sexy Bob, sexy Bob, it would be excellent. <laughs> Explain to me how that works. Hold on, it well basically put fishnets on. That's yeah. always step one. Step one. Um, Get a pair of high nets. heels. Yeah. Platforms. Uh, bow tie. Right? Yeah. The top hat stays. <laughs> yeah, top hat is def that works. That's yeah. fine. You can have the cape. Just make sure it's like, you know, like a half cape. You don't want too yeah. much fabric. Bustiers. Yeah, bustier. You can do the long nails. The creepy, creepy <laughs> mm-hmm. Babadook fingers. And if you're gonna paint your face, make it like, you know, glam scary. <laughs> glam Babadook. Glam Babadook. I feel like this is slipping into like that um, amazing thing that happened on the internet where the Babadook is now a gay icon. Are you guys aware yes. of this? Yes. That's yeah. like, I think, the for all the horrible things that come from the internet, <laughs> that's one of the best things to come from the internet in a while. Like, for anyone that's not aware of what I'm talking about, Netflix miscategorized, maybe, I don't know, you could read into the film however you want to, but they miscategorized Babadook as, uh, as a, you know, gay LGBTQ film. And, right. um, and the internet just latched onto this. And I mean, when I went to Pride uh, this past summer, there were so many Babadooks, and it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, it. It makes me happy endlessly. And I think, I think what a great. I think that's really cool though, because you could dress as Babadook because the Babadook is spooky, but also it's kind of like a you're making a statement, like you're using your Halloween costume as a platform. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if you, if you want to be fabulous, Babadook, it 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 fits at least on the internet. <laughs> hey, that's true. That would be really cool, actually, if you had the big cloak and it was like black and spooky on the outside, and then you opened it and it was like all multicolored, rainbow colored on the inside. I want to do a mashup. That would be a of, fabulous Babadook of Lola from Kinky Boots and Babadook. Kinky Dukes. <laughs> <laughs> Dukes. I I always feel like at at our Halloween parties when I was a teenager, the the big challenge was trying to find a costume that everybody would get because you didn't want to have to explain it. You didn't want to have to have the costume that like everybody's looking at you going, "Now who are you now?" Or what I do, I don't ever ask that question. I go, "Oh, <laughs> I get it." And then I don't say anything because that means I don't understand, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smile like I do. Uh, but So you want something people recognize, but you also wanted something cool, but funny, but not funny like, oh, haha, you're a rubber chicken, but funny like, you know, like, oh, that's so, that's so clever. That's so funny. That's What's so clever. What's the perfect example? Uh, well, like, we used to go as you know, Bill and Ted. That was a good example. That's a good one. It's like... It's like, oh, that's, it's not too hard to do. It's fairly easy to throw together. It's like cool referentially, you know, it's like, oh, that's a, that's a cool reference. Uh, people know what it is. It's easy to identify for the most part. Um, that, that kind of costume and finding that kind of costume. And then especially if you're going in a group, finding a group costume that could accommodate all that. I always found that very challenging. I found, I found picking Halloween costumes as I got older, very stressful. <laughs> Because you had to fulfill all those criteria so that you could like, ah, I approve. You you now have cred from your Halloween costume. Hmm. Is it still like that? Is it still? 
Yeah. Um, I also feel like Halloween has become, like, not as big of a thing. Because if you don't go to a party and there's no Halloween... Like you're not, I mean, like you're not going trick or treating because you're too old. Well, I mean, there is a Halloween. I mean, there yeah, is, but not it, for it you. It exists outside of you, man. But like, <laughs> you're, if you're not going to a party, then you're not going trick or treating, so you don't need to have a costume. So you're just like either handing out candy or like where I live, you don't hand out candy because no one lives up there and wants to walk up there. So it's just like, oh, I'm gonna stay in bed. I just am confused why anyone would like miss out on on an opportunity to wear a costume (laughs) (laughs) any day that i can spend being someone awesome and not being me is totally not gonna miss out on that opportunity (laughs) i didn't need the all tay i'm you know nah you're you're someone awesome every day we don't gotta go down this road it was a goof i don't don't take it that way I do agree, though, that dressing up in a costume is always fun. Yeah. I, I agree with you that even though I, I always had a hard time trying to find that perfect balance, once you find it and you get to be somebody else, it's it's fun. I think it's an exciting, even as an adult, I've really enjoyed that. Um, I dressed up as Audrey Horn from Twin Peaks last year, and I had a blast doing that. It, this year, it's very challenging because whoever I am... Is a pregnant that. Yes, and that's... That's just like a heavy message to send, depending on what character I decide to be. You can like pull a lily from How I Met Your Mother and just lean into it. And go as Moby the white Dick. whale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, f- I feel that way, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like all of my reference for like characters I can think of that were prominently pregnant were usually like pregnant with Satan or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of ideas for women like or for for people who are pregnant to wear there are lots of costume ideas on the internet but i mean bonnie from family guy is eternally pregnant <laughs> she's just always pregnant that's true but then you get into those challenging halloween costumes where you're we- really just like wearing a certain colored dress i mean like what well, that's all it would be right <laughs> like a purple dress and a wig and a wig yeah and pearls yeah that, and then you then it gets tricky because it's like now what are what are you now it's like oh you know <laughs> bonnie from Family guy. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, what? You could go as Juno. I uh, I did that one year when I was not with child, oh. and um, I I guess it was very convincing because one of my one of the people at the party who didn't know me personally actually went up to my friend who was hosting it and said, "Uh, your friend over there, she's a doctor, right?" And she said, "Yeah, I work with her." And she said, "Okay." Because she has, I've seen her have several beers. <laughs> doesn't she know? <laughs> she's like, oh, she's not. That's just, it's like a shirt stuffed under there. <laughs> it's like a sweatshirt. She pulled it off too well, Sid. Uh, apparently I was very convincing. <laughs> um, I wasn't drinking that much. Several. Still like several well, I mean, beers. Several. I'm more than, more than is recommended in pregnancy, certainly. Mm. But other than other than Halloween parties, uh, what else what else do teens do to celebrate celebrate this spooky time of year? Um, go to haunted houses. There are a few haunted houses around here, and I went last weekend to um, Kings Island an Amusement Park in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Has a lot of haunted houses during this spooky month. What? Does it? Were any of them extreme haunted houses? 
none of them were extreme. Um, but the most extreme part was there were only 10 of them. And when I say only 10, they were all like two to three minutes long. Um, but they were only open for like four hours at the end of the night. So all the lines were three hours long. So it was extremely but, disappointing. Is yeah, okay. but we had fast passes. <laughs> oh my gosh! So we got to go in all of them and walk by the lines that were three hours long. And when I say three hours long, because an exaggeration, they were all three hours long. Did they did they touch you in the haunted houses? No, they're not allowed to. That's which good. I, I I have a I have a big problem with haunted houses where they're allowed to touch you. Usually they make you sign something or you you at least agree when you buy the tickets. I've done some extreme haunted houses where they like can touch you and like make you eat things and there's usually Ugh. some sort of acceptance that you you will be made to do things. Hey, have you seen that one in New York where you get kidnapped? Oh. And you have to like fight your way out with other people. I mean Anyone, I, I think I know which one you're talking about because I really want to do it, but it, it's been like sold out for a minute. Um, anyone that lives in New York is going to understand why it's scary just with this one statement. It's way out in Red Hook. No <laughs> trains go there. <laughs> I'm not even worried about the serial killer. How do I get home? This lift is going to cost so much. <laughs> scary. Uh, I, I don't like that. I don't like anything about that. If they can, I don't want... I, I here's the thing if somebody if I am in a, an environment meant to make me anxious or you know scared or like have my fight or flight response uh peaked <laughs> um that's what I'm gonna do and so if you touch me or grab me my reflex is gonna be to kick or punch <laughs> whatever <laughs> that's very whatever rude <laughs> well I don't and I that's I'm sorry that's instinctual and I can't I can't squash that so I don't think it's safe for me or the people who are there because I will if you grab me I'll punch you <laughs> what is yeah so you know but I get that from an evolutionary place can you help me understand me because when confronted by something scary in a haunted house scenario or like an adrenaline like you know like super twisty roller coaster I laugh and I've thought, like, it makes me look cool when I'm with my friends. Like, Haha, I'm just laughing at the chainsaw guy. But in an actual situation, that is the least useful response I could have. <laughs> I don't, maybe you're just better at, at, like, rationalizing the experience because you know it's not real. I, I'm not very good at that. I don't. I'm not either. I, 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 I get sucked in and I get very scared and anxious and on edge. And then, and so any haunted house I've ever been in when people were someone has tried to actually touch me I've gotten very angry and yelled profanity at them which I am ashamed of and I do not endorse that behavior <laughs> but I just don't want people touching me so I stay away from those now I don't I don't go to anywhere where I think someone might touch me <laughs> I went to those 10 haunted houses and like I had gotten used to the fact that they were all fake and like I was good at like not getting too spooked but there were two that made me very angry and one was because it was called blackout and you had to hold on to a rope with other people the whole time. Because when they say blackout, they mean there are no lights whatsoever. So put one hand on the rope so you're attached to other people. And put one hand on the wall next to you so that you don't fall over. But occasionally there are going to be lights that flash and someone's going to be in your face. And I did not like that. And the other one, they put me in a coffin. Just me. And rolled me into another room where a guy opened it and started singing Ring Around the Rosie. <laughs> and it was not good. <laughs> That's what? 
It was a hospital themed one about oh. like an outbreak. Yeah, I got. And you. they were scanning everyone that they put in this room before they started, and they said that I was the one person in this room that was contagious. Which like turns out they were right. Now I'm <laughs> sick. Um, <laughs> but then they told me to get in a box, and they shut it up, and they rolled me into another room. And I started crying because I was so scared when the guy opened it and started singing ashes, ashes, they all fall down right in my face. See, I think the problem with things like that, though, on top of the fact that that is scary, is that like we, especially from when Taylor and I were younger, we were raised on goosebumps. We know that sometimes this stuff goes really wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That that seems all like fun and games until it turns out it's like an alien isn't that the plot behind the one with the haunted amusement park? They were aliens? Or with the scary amusement park? Aren't I they know aliens? you're talking about. I don't know if it's aliens, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. There's something. Anyway, you really do die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that the Choose Your Own Adventure one? Is that what that one There's is? There's Choose Your Own Adventure Goosebumps that was about a, a haunted amusement park. And I just remember I kept getting eaten by a crocodile. I don't know how that just kept happening to me <laughs> maybe maybe that's the only ending <laughs> and then you can even play a crocodile i was like i just i mean it's a bummer but can i just get a different bummer it doesn't even have to be better i just want a different it, bummer <laughs> choose your own adventure as long as the adventure you want is getting eaten by a crocodile <laughs> i'm super wrong about this book i know it someone out there is like a goosebump specialist they're like excuse me like you're right i don't know that's just that clearly traumatized me to the point that that's all i can think about <laughs> well between between like goosebumps books and are you afraid of the dark on television i you you get this like i remember growing up with a sense that like when this stuff happens it's always you're having fun you think it's all like a haunted house or it's a ride or it's a game and you're with your friends and you're doing something kind of dangerous but not really because it's supposed to be fake and then you end up abducted by aliens or like you turn into a ghost or I don't know whatever I guess you get eaten by a crocodile (laughs) but that's how it starts I had just watched the movie The House is October Bill which is all about yeah these people that go on like it's like a mockumentary they go to haunted houses Mm -hmm. but then like all the people end up like being serial killers and murderers it's like real haunted houses so like I was like what if these people actually like take me in a box and kill me this is it well, I mean, and that's, those are the ones that always spooked me a little more were like local kind of ones. Well, that, I always yeah. feel like if you're a big, like, I don't mean like nationally run like haunted house organization. If you're at Kings Island, Island pretty right. safe. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you're probably not going to get away with, with murdering people. But <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but if you're like a little locally run thing, um, I don't know. Things could get dicey. I that makes me more nervous than like the big ones because there's they, there's was... one only like an hour from where we are, but it's like out in the middle of nowhere. It's in an actual old abandoned house, and like a big corn field right next to it. Um, and there's no cell service or anything, so I would never go to that one because it seems terrifying. <laughs> yes, see, it's it's funny how we just solve those like ingrained like like things like click in like oh no it's out in the middle of nowhere there's a you know like it's down a dirt road there's no cell service i just this week went on a tour to a winery like way upstate and i found myself like you know they they picked us up from the train station and drove us like an hour way out into the middle of nowhere and on the way i'm like wait i'm in a car full of young adults i'm losing cell service 
we're going to be drinking and we're, you know, trusting these people to take us out to a winery in the middle of nowhere. We're super going to die. So then the whole conversation in the car. Yeah, the car, the car eventually was like, I brought it up and it was like, oh, crap. Everyone was like, you're right. All right. Who lives? Who's going to who's going to die? <laughs> you're definitely going to die. You're going to die. I'm going to die. Who lives? <laughs> we, we've been trained. We know what to look out for. I I as a. I don't as as an adult as a college student that's basically an adult I was pretty much an adult uh, I went to a haunted it's not a haunted house they have a so in West Virginia there is a closed um, state mental hospital that uh, it's it's huge it's in the it's towards the center of the state it's not in our in our town. Uh, it's the second largest freestanding stone building on earth or something like that after the Kremlin. I mean, it's a giant building. It's actually kind of beautiful, too. I mean, it's very old. It's very beautiful. Um, very spooky. It's very spooky. It is no longer in use. And instead, why well, it is in use only during October when they turn it into one building of it becomes like a haunted house that they have created it's huge though i mean you walk through a good portion of this like i don't know five or six story building uh that they have turned into a a haunted hospital is the theme usually Mm. and then the other main part of the hospital they just do like tours of you can you can pay to spend the night in it uh, you can go on like ghost tours where they just tell you the stories of things that have happened and they try to, I think, spook you out. But but nothing, there's nothing fake about it. They just tell you stories and then you can sleep there if you want to. So uh, Justin and I went to the to the haunted house part of it and uh, we went and it was incredibly scary. It, they couldn't touch you. So that was good. But it was it was just very well done. It was very scary. Um, they did incorporate kids, which I feel don't like, like that. I don't like that. I feel like it's unfair. <laughs> it's unfair. I'm in a haunted house. I, my brain knows it's fake. And then there's a little child like right next to me looking spooky. And that really freaks me out. You, you um, want that second like agreement on the thing. Like they will not touch you. There will be no spooky children. Exactly. I think spooky that's children, that's a whole other level. And they would, and they wouldn't touch you, but the, the kids would get kind of close to you. Because I was trying to do the thing where I would just kind of look down at my feet. Like, I'm not looking up. I'm not looking up. I'm looking down at my feet. But then I'm looking down and there's a little face looking up at me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Because you can't hit a little kid. Yeah, you can't punch no, and kick a, a child. <laughs> I, and let me say, I have never actually punched or kicked anybody in a haunted house. I just, funny, I'm afraid I would. But so it was very scary. It was, it was great. It was, it was all very good. And we went afterwards to the bed and breakfast we were going to stay in and we'd found this it looked very beautiful online this bed and breakfast it was like a log cabin well like a big log not cat you know big it was all made out of wood it was very beautiful (laughs) it was as we drive to it it's out this like we turn off road after road after road until we're driving out a dirt road there are no other houses there is no reception there's no it's very dark there aren't lights we get out to the middle of this, it, it's a, an old reclaimed mine site. So a lot of places, especially in, in West Virginia, where they used to do coal mining, the coal companies are responsible for like planting grass afterwards and trying to make it look pretty. The thing about it is that like there's grass and everything, but there usually aren't a lot of living things otherwise. Like mm. in a lot of parts of rural West Virginia, there's just endless amounts of wildlife there wasn't a lot of wildlife out on this place. There's red flags everywhere. <laughs> yes, it's just grass. Lots of it, 
pretty grass. There were some trees, but mainly just grass. And then this 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 wooden building, no other guests, just me and Justin, and the very pleasant older gentleman, I will say who's very pleasant, who ran the place. He showed us to our rooms. As we were walking in, we pass an entire wall of the cabin that is covered with old farming tools and weapons. Good. That sounds so excellent. here is a like floor to ceiling wall with like rusted axes and knives and scythes and things on it. And I was like, well, that's okay. I mean, you have an yeah. armory. This, this would make me feel <laughs> safe. I would be picking I, in my mind what I'm going to go for later when the spooky things attack. <laughs> all I was thinking was, which one will he use when he kills us? Obviously, that's right. what's happening now. And do we get I, to I've choose? <laughs> I've accepted Let that. Let us pick. <laughs> Pitchfork and, of God and she is. <laughs> that was all we could think. We, we got to our room and we shut and locked the door and then just looked at each other and went, we're going to die tonight. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> you know, should we try to do the smart thing now and run? Is that ridiculous? Should we should like do we just go back and say, never mind, we changed our minds, we want to go home? Uh well, we don't want to do that. It was ter it was terrifying. I don't think I slept a week all night. Now of course he was very nice. No one murdered us and he gave us yogurt in the morning for Spoiler. breakfast. So <laughs> Or did they? <laughs> so everything's fine. But it was this it was one of the spookiest haunted house uh experiences I've ever had altogether. And it wasn't even a haunted house, it was just some nice old man's house. I know. I feel really bad about it, but we really thought we were going to die at first. <laughs> I like how you, you thought you were going to die, but you just kind of accepted it and like, well, but we're here. <laughs> we're too socially awkward to leave. <laughs> that was really it. Like we could not, neither of us could muster the energy to walk down and go, I'm sorry, sir. We would like to leave now. We don't want our money back. You can keep it. We just want to leave. <laughs> Is that fine? <laughs> Wait for the moment where he either says, uh, okay, or... He just grabs the, no. the pitchfork <laughs> off the wall. So, so I guess, like, given the option to stay in, like, an actual haunted, like, B&B, you would not. No. Hmm. Riley? Easy easy decision. No. 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 See, no. I, I've, I've thought about it a couple times, and I've looked up spots that are, like, accessible to me from where I live in New York. My biggest fear would be that I would just be paying, like, I don't know, $150 a night just to stay in a and b in upstate New York and nothing spooky would happen. <laughs> Although I'm like 90% positive the place we stayed at Max Von Con East was haunted, right? The, the, the Poconos, Poconos Manor? Didn't someone tell me that was haunted? I swear someone told me that was haunted. Probably. Right. It's very old. Uh, probably. Probably. I think I think that because I've stayed at the Greenbrier here in West Virginia before, and I That's think probably just haunted. because it's an older, big resort kind of place, I think that I've been told it's haunted too. I feel like that I mean, if you're around long enough, you get haunted, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is that true about life too? <laughs> like, <laughs> you live long enough, you get haunted. Yeah, t take it from me. I'm older than both of you. I'm yes. super haunted right now. <laughs> Ten ghosts I'm right now. I'm obviously haunted. Just, just pick them up like Pokemans. Riley sounds haunted. <laughs> Riley, it's your first haunting. Aww. Aww, you're growing up. Wow. Feels great. Do you want to talk about how you're changing? <laughs> Into a ghost. It's, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, every, every wall I look at seems to be bleeding, but uh, is that part of puberty? I don't know. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that what Poltergeist is about? <laughs> Isn't it about puberty? <laughs> 
don't know. I think that's basically it. It's all your it's all your unspent teen sexual energy that's making things fall off the walls or something. There was that. That's what that, that is. Yeah, that, but that study that there's like some I don't know. I don't want a pseudoscientific study about how like poltergeists are often linked to like anxious teen energy. <laughs> I've I've heard that though. I don't I don't know that that's actually true, but I have heard that it before. Is. That that's what <laughs> that's what when we call poltergeists, it's really just angsty teens <laughs> that's it you are grounded until this poltergeist leaves our house <laughs> the chairs show up so, stacked on the table one more time you are not getting to use your iphone for a week <laughs> so in addition to haunted houses and parties that's the other teen activity that's popular this time of year is haunting your parents yeah yourself yeah. and yourself <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> making really spooky things happen in the house unintentionally with your teen energy yeah i mean this based on what you described last week with your horrifying tumblr games it seems like a real goal of your generation to just super possess yourselves probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> um the i the only other like when i think about like old old halloween activities teen activities i mean there was the at, when I was a teenager, there was always like um, I'm thinking more middle school, I guess. There was always a Halloween dance, which was just like every other dance, except you were in your Halloween costume. So that wasn't particularly exciting. <laughs> it was still in the gym. You still stood in a line and awkwardly slow danced, except I was dressed as Princess Leia and awkwardly slow dancing. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was before I learned that the cool thing to be I don't know if this is still true, Riley, and this would be interesting. Back then, if you were if you were cool, you just dressed as a hippie because that's what that was cool. Just dressed as a hippie. Yeah, that's about right. Is that still a thing? Yeah. That's one of those that's like, I don't know what else to be. I know. I'm a hippie. Why is that a thing? Because you just get to like throw up a peace sign but on tie dye. Like yep, there we go. It's like the it's the easiest cop out, but but I think that's it. It's that it's the not try too hard. You know, like you don't ever want to try too hard uh, Halloween, because then you're you know, you're one of those people that's that's excited about it. You just gotta look like oh yeah. whatever. I just threw on this like stupid vest and I'm making a peace sign. I drew something on my face. Whatever. It's it's funny how that shifts because as a teenager, I remember thinking like you don't want to look like you put a lot of effort into your Halloween costume. Like come on, who does that? But then I remember by college thinking, oh man, I got to put a lot of effort into this. Wow. Um, that was that was celebrated. That kind of effort was like, aha, great job, good job on that. I remember one of my friends went as a one night stand. <laughs> I remember that guy. <laughs> Yes, and he built the nightstand around wow. him and had the lamp on. And I mean, like the whole, de- it was really well done. And it was like the hit of the party. Like, great job. You put a ton of effort into that costume. In high school, I don't feel like it would have gone over as well. No, See, I agree. And in art school, it's way more about, can I make a costume that's so obscure that you only get it if you're really pretentious and smart like me? <laughs> I never went down that road. I was always like, I'm a ninja turtle. But, you know, the people that I was friends with are like, um, I'm a Flemish painting. Uh, I'm a Banksy graffiti. Like, I'm like, oh, OK. I'm a Ninja Turtle. I would last two seconds at a party like that because I just the awkwardness of not knowing what anyone was would overwhelm me and terrify <laughs> no, me. I am Smiling space and, and sound. You would have to do. Yeah. No, it's just not like. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hate that feeling. And I always felt like a failure if people didn't know who I was. I went as uh, Daria at least one year, maybe two years for Halloween. And people call me Velma. And I was like, I'm so clearly Daria. <laughs> I thought I did so well. Why don't you see me? I, I think I always found that very upsetting. The most the most like obscure thing I ever did, and I thought I was really cool, but then nobody knew what I was, was I was the girl from the Green Day album Kerplunk cover with like the Daisy shirt on and it's all like green uh-huh. and white. And I had I, I had like green hair at the time. I think the actual picture I think she's got white hair, but it's all white and green. So I thought it worked. And I like made the shirt and had like a little toy gun like she's holding in the picture. And I just think I was also in Williamsburg, so people just thought I was like a hipster <laughs> <laughs> with a fake gun like what are you, <laughs> what are you? <laughs> that's like uh the the laziest halloween costume this i did not think i was being clever this was lazy the laziest halloween costume i ever put together i wore my black leather jacket with like just like a i think like a red shirt underneath and black pants and i put my hair in a ponytail and i carried a steak and you're buffy i was buffy I think I wore a cross, too. I think I wore a cross necklace. And I was Buffy. And no one knew who I was, of course, until I, like, held up my steak. And I was like, I slay vampires. <laughs> and they were like, oh. Oh, okay. Buffy. Cool reference, but laziest costume I ever put together. Yeah. Um, I, I would recommend anyone that um, hasn't figured out what they're going to be. Uh, last year, I was L from Stranger Things. And... Uh, the best thing about that costume is is you can accessorize with ego waffles and then mm-hmm. you can eat ego waffles yeah that's a great idea yeah and hey stranger things 2 comes out today. today it's out today yeah why, why are we recording a podcast we should be watching stranger things but seriously like just any character that can come with a food you know that's that's, that's a really good point right? yeah i like that idea yeah. Or if you want something really relevant to today's culture, follow in Riley's footsteps to be Lola Bunny from <laughs> Space Jam. <laughs> the, the 90s are cool again. That's fine. Oh, that's true. If I go as, if I, if I like go as a character from like my so-called life, will anybody know who I am? Or What's that? Okay. Well. Yeah, I, I think I go as a character from my so-called life every day of my life. I think that's just <laughs> what, I, what I wear. <laughs> really confused people. I'll put on like a big curly wig and be like, I'm Felicity. <laughs> and a Dean and DeLuca costume. I uh, I have one, I think, still. <laughs> I worked there. I was Felicity for a while. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's perfect. You put on a Dean and DeLuca shirt and have a big curly wig and say, well, I'm Felicity. And then all the teens can go, What? <laughs> You are who? Who? That was a TV show. Okay. But you could go as uh, Will and or Grace. And probably doesn't work there. Go as both. Um, That's in now again. (laughs) So there's the 90s back. Um, That's very popular. You could go as a Gilmore girl. I don't. The 90s are back there. How do you dress like a Gilmore girl? For Rory, you wear the uniform. Oh. And put a Chilton thing on the front. And carry books. Oh, and like a l- and coffee. 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 Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I think Lorelai would be much harder. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you and Ducktales. There, that's back. Go as Ducktail. <laughs> go, go as a Ducktail. <laughs> I don't even want to. 
Uh, I did at at the uh, at Comic Con. I, I someone was cosplaying as Gadget the Mouse, and I I think I've I realized like, well, that's that's on my bucket list. I don't have a lot, but someday I need to like put together a really awesome Gadget the Mouse costume, or else that's a great idea. I love this plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that will be the thing that I remain in the afterlife for and haunt whatever building I I, I die in because I never got to cosplay <laughs> as Gadget the Mouse. So I got to make that happen. <laughs> That's a great. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to do that at some point when I am not with child. I will do that. Mm. Right now, it just seems like a lot of effort to build a Halloween costume around my expanding tummy, <laughs> and I can't do any of those things like where they have the fake baby arms bursting through the tummies. Ah, yeah. No, not not me. Can't do it. Can't do it. You're like like an alien's chest burster, but coming from your stomach. Uh-huh. Yeah. that's a I've seen that as like a very popular option yeah. and, and no shade if that's your thing I just don't I think I'd I don't know I'd be worried <laughs> it would worry me all evening <laughs> keep looking down and going that's not real that's not it's fine my my baby's fine <laughs> my baby's not an alien <laughs> yeah everything's fine down there don't worry well I hope uh if you didn't have Halloween plans now we've given you some you're welcome uh don't here's my tips for you don't smash pumpkins that's mean People put a lot of effort into those pumpkins, especially like we did. <laughs> so <laughs> please don't smash pumpkins. Please don't steal inflatables. Yeah. Do you know how sad it was when somebody stole? Now, this was a Christmas inflatable, but somebody stole our Spider-Man off our house. Our Spider-Man who was Good crawling in our- bought three. And we did buy three, so it was okay. But it's very sad when people steal or slash your inflatables, which has happened to dad before. Don't steal Halloween decorations. Don't smash pumpkins. Don't-, don't throw eggs at people's houses. And if you're going to toilet paper somebody, make it like a fun friend or flirty thing that you're doing with someone and they kind of know what's happening and like everybody's in on the gag and it's for funsies and then clean it up yourselves don't make parents do it yeah i I think i think that's like a general all of these things fall under the the umbrella of like don't kill joy like when encountering it just just question if the action you're about to engage in is in fact killing joy and if it does don't do it don't be a sucky human exactly don't steal candy we w- the kids work very hard for that, and uh, don't don't shame a teenager if you see him trick or treating, or a thirty one year old woman. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trick or treating. Um, and also, all you parents out there, please stop giving kids pennies. <laughs> <laughs> They're on to you. And toothpaste. <laughs> don't, don't give them pennies. <laughs> and they're just gonna eat the toothpaste, and that's gonna give them a tummy ache. <laughs> And what are they going to do with the pennies anymore in this economy? Are you kidding me? Pennies? No. <laughs> uh, you, do you have any tips, Riley? Don't get sick or haunted. <laughs> Don't get haunted. Good ones to follow. Well, good luck out there. Um, happy spoopy season. And thank you for listening. Thank you, sisters, for joining me. Especially, Riley, I know you're sick. You're thank welcome. you for toughing it out for yeah, us this Feel week. better and or exercised, whichever one uh, will, will solve your problem. <laughs> I'll try both. Yeah. I don't know how to do those, but I'm willing to give it a shot if you need, if you okay. need somebody. <laughs> I've seen a lot of movies. Um, thank you to all our listeners. If you want to email us, you can at um, stillbuffering at maximumfun.org with thoughts, comments, suggestions for topics. Uh, please tweet at us at stillbuff. Uh, you can check out maximumfun.org for all of the other wonderful podcasts on our network. And uh, thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby, You Change Your Mind. 
This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenage ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and I Hello, I'm Carrie Poppy. And I'm Ross Blotcher, hosts of MaximumFun.org's Ono, Ross, and Carrie. We wanted to tell you the good news that our podcast is now weekly. Yeah, weekly. On Ono, Ross, and Carrie, we don't make extraordinary claims. We investigate them. We go undercover with fringe religious groups, investigate paranormal claims, and participate in pseudoscientific medical treatments and report our findings to you. In a time where alternative facts reign supreme, we cut through the murky spin to give you the real deal on topics like UFOs, the anti-vaccination, movement, Scientology, and even apocalyptic churches. We're even undercover for some very exciting investigations right now. Well, not right now, right now. Yeah, that would be unwise. That's Ono, Ross, and Carrie at MaximumFun.org. We show up so you don't have to. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.